there, my little geeklings, and welcome to another episode of Two Geeks Talk Movies. I am your host, John, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Joanne. Hey. Hey there, so how's things with you? Yeah, okay, can't complain. Yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, age is, is getting to me, unfortunately, so, hmm. Well, happened to us all. Uh, yeah, fortunately it does, yeah, 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 hmm. Fucking goddamn bloody age. Mm. Anyway, tonight we are looking at Critters 2 for our sins. Uh, what's it called? The main course, the second course, some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, is this the first time you've seen this thing? Yes. Okay, because I've seen this thing way back in, God, when was it 1990? Mm, the, only critter, the only one I've seen out of the franchise is Critter 1. seen it twice, actually. Okay, right. so, okay. Okay. I said I rented this thing way back in 1990 I think it was 1990 or 1991 wow. um, and I always get taught this thing was terrifying these two movies were terrifying and creepy and scary and sinister and and, and uh, tormented I was like really? <laughs> I mean really? <laughs> I mean I suppose horror depends on the person doesn't it? What, what I find terrifying you laugh at so I mean but even for the you know, this is like the funniest, shall we say, horror with quotation marks I've ever seen in my life. So Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, uh, terrifying, no. Horror, no. Comedy, yes. Uh, sinister, maybe. Creepy, possibly. But uh, this is no way is this fucking horrifying. No. But I mean, even for when, even for the 80s and the early 90s, this isn't, you know terrifying so yeah yeah that's very true that's very true very very I mean, true i mean bring the mind that either they still have freddy Krueger, so yes yeah yeah freddy still had another what one movie i know two mm. movies i know before mm-hmm. he hung up his gloves until um 96 95 then uh the shitty fucking remake so hmm exactly. uh i was gonna say uh yeah like i says this is one of the many 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 Gremlins clones, and I don't know, I think this is one of the, the lower tier ones, I, I would say. Yeah, but the thing is, have you seen a, a, a clone of Gremlin? Uh-huh. Wasn't this written first? The original, allegedly, mm. <laughs> in quotations, allegedly, yeah. uh, Critters 1 was written in 1982, and Gremlins wasn't written until 83, so they're trying to claim that Critters was first, which is bollocks, because I don't think Spielberg would steal the idea for Gremlins, you know? I mean, uh, part of that idea was photo around Hollywood since the 70s, so I'm calling bullshit like Critters was written first. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Spielberg doesn't take me the type that would just rip off an idea. I can see that being someone else that ripped him off. Yeah, I mean, Spielberg says Critters 1 is his favourite Gremlins rip-off, so... Yeah. <laughs> They have that one, so hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, like I say, it's no, no, no. This is a, a, the one of the batch of the many, many, many clones, including mm. uh, Ghoulies and Munchies, and I can't remember another one off the top of my head. But Ghoulies oh. springs to mind. Oh, god, yeah. The toilet dwelling monsters, which <laughs> okay then. Yeah. And Munchies, the slightly foul-mouthed. I have no idea how that movie is. I watched it like three times. I have no idea what the fuck it is. <laughs> And I've seen the the Munchies Strikes Back, or how that one's called, and that's even worse. I mean, it's like, oh yeah. my god, I don't I even think, know there was a second. Yeah, I think, 
I think there's three munchies, I think. Good luck. Good so luck to anyone that sat through them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen all of these critters apart from the the fifth one, Critters Attack, because I am not paying four ninety nine for a rental, so fuck that. <laughs> Good lord, there's five of them. Yeah, there's five of these suckers. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Critters 3 was DiCaprio's, one of DiCaprio's earlier movies. So Good was, lord. Yeah, and that is terrible, but I mean, it is just abysmal. It's like, Jesus, jinkies. And of course, Chris went into space, much like Leprechaun. Mm. <laughs> Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. Jason, you know, yeah. I mean, so, hmm. Um, what is this? I don't think this series has an original bone in its fucking furry little body, you know? No. Good Lord, no. It's full of, um, shall we say, Easter egg for other movies. <laughs> you know? Uh, like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah, part of pun there, you know, I mean, this Easter mm. movie, so, hmm. <laughs> Right, uh, let's get into nuts and bolts this thing then. Right then, um, uh, we have a um, all-star cast, uh, starring Scott Grimes, Don Keith Opper, Terence Mann, Cynthia Garris and Lynn Shea, directed by Mick Garris. Oh, God, he's back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, sweet mother of Jesus. Right then, let's get this plotting over and done with. Okay. Two intergalactic intergalactic space hunters, that's a fucking... Anyway, two intergalactic hunters return to Earth to collect and kill small creatures called Krites, a.k.a. Critters. Unfortunately for a small town during Easter, the Krite eggs hatch on the town and they are quickly taken over. Can the two hunters, the town idiot, a teen boy and a local sheriff stop the critters? Find out here. Mm. Yay. So, well, this thing had a budget of, believe it or not, between four and five million dollars. Good goodie. Yeah. Where did and, they put it on? And this thing pulled in a lackluster three million dollars. Yikes. So, so this fucker tanked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, bloody God, I have no idea. Like I said, this is brought to us by New Line Cinema. Mm-hmm. How do you know it's New Line Cinema? Lynn Shea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, God. Although I will say, she looks like her daughter. Her um, in what was that called? Insidious. Was it two or three? Oh God, yeah, they're like carbon copies of each other. I mean, I'm like, oh my God, mm. it's shocking when I, when I first saw that. I'm like, oh my God, it's Lynn Shea, circa 1988. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Christ Almighty. So let's go on to this thing. So this thing opens up on, and I kid you not, it's the same fucking sitting used in in Leprechaun Four. Uh, so it's the same swamp set and you still have gone for. I've got down here it's a poor man's diggle bar. Because <laughs> boys be that swamp, it's like, what the fuck? What the? Uh. So the swamp and one of the hunters pops up and he's spooked by a rubber fucking cockroach, which is quickly killed by one of the other bounty hunters. And here we're reintroduced to Ugg, played by Terence Mann. And Charlie played again by Don Keith Opper. Now, I'm sorry, but these don't, these don't work for me, these two. No. I mean, one's a bumbling idiot, and another one's trying to be smooth and sophisticated, and it failing miserably. Mm. Yeah, and they've obviously tried for the whole opposite attracts thing, but <laughs> it clearly doesn't work. Uh, like, and the, what annoyed me was they've almost made Charlie less of an idiot than what he was in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Also, what the hell are they wearing at all? I'm sorry, but can I just say it took this movie uh, less than two minutes in, we see a, a gimmick costume for me to uh-huh. 
And you know, Kenka didn't know I had. Kenka on, by the way. I mean, it was like bloody Pinhead's weekend attire for fuck's sake. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pinhead's bedroom attire, let's face uh, it. Yeah. First time I seen that, I was like, who in costume drew that? And no one went, hold on a minute, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. And what is with the the wannabe Ghostbusters uh, mm. phaser, phasers, uh, photon cannon, what the fuck call the fucking things? Yeah, I don't know. I That's mean, revert back to what I said of, you know, there's all the references and mm. like reports about a movie. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, reference number 102, <laughs> they take the dead cockroach thing into their little... Um, ship thing because it's uh, got a bounty on its arse and if you notice inside with all the rest of the bounties there's a fucking almost yoda doll sitting in it did you catch that i did i was like hold on a minute <laughs> i was like okay yoda? Mm. i mean where the hell's i was like how did you get past the fucking the star wars lawyers how did you get past the lucas lawyers i mean for the hell yeah exactly speaking of mm. which reference number 100 their bounty hunter um, I don't know, boss. Can we see E.T.'s illegitimate cousin? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I mean, why didn't they just do with what they did in the first one and make um, what's he say, Mick uh, Garrity, real wife play the boss? Oh, I have no idea. I've got down here my notes. It was like E.T. and Mac and me get drunk one night, and this is their. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. Anyway, oh, so this thing tells them that crates are still on Earth and they won't be paid until they're all killed, as you do. I mean, hmm. why not? So, cut back to Earth, and we meet now teenage Brad, played once again by Scott Grimes. Now, forgive me, I'm wrong here, but isn't it in Critters 1 he's 10? Yes. And in this one, he's about what? 17 how's it on work it's supposed to be two years later mm. i'm like somebody can't fucking count so mm. yeah and correct me if i'm wrong but the high school the school i not even the high school the primary school i went to we were taught 10 out to 12 and i was like hold yeah. on a minute he's almost a grown-ass man yes exactly i mean it's ridiculous so he's going by bus to see his grandma in groves bend of the bus driver telling him the entire backstory of the first movie for mm-hmm. the people that watch the first movie. Hmm. Uh, then it shows the completely different ending from the fucking first movie. Because in the first movie, there's two crate eggs left over. And this one yeah. was about fucking 90. I'm like, where the hell did the eggs come from? Yeah, I'm, I was like, hold on a minute. Have the first two, have the, have the, like, two or three from the end of the first one hatched, breeded, and they there off, Mm. Oh, I have no idea. No idea at all. I love the fact how uh, two bumbling scavengers find a whole bunch of eggs. <laughs> and one of them sells a bunch of eggs uh, to this old guy for two crates of beer beer. Yeah. And a Playboy, which is important for later. Mm. Oh, that makes me... Something I found out yesterday when I was doing some a little bit of digging on this thing. This is actually a Playboy movie, which stunned me. Hmm, stunned me as well. Hmm, because apparently Playboy wants to go legit and do movies other than porn. Wow. And this was their first uh, dipping of the toe, so to speak. And because I think tanked, that, that was mm. shafted. That was it. So yeah, that was, uh, that, 
that with the last dipping of the toe as well, because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, you know, how did you know Hugh Hefner let them just have Playboy magazine showing everywhere? But then again, they wanted to make it their own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I was stunned if it was all my hell, so Hef must have put a chunk of money into this thing then, so. You must have done. Good Lord, mm. must have been regretting it. Yeah, exactly, must have been regretting this thing. Um, so, like I said, so the, well, they're then showing the town square, which is a completely different town square from the original movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, this town square is used in everything from Ghost Whisperer to Medium to Avada Mistress of the Dark to pretty much any movie you can think of when it was a town square <laughs> <laughs> they just use just yeah. a generic one they all go to good yeah. lord which is in somewhere in california i believe so mm. so then we meet megan played by laney curtis and i'm going okay then she's the love interest mm. okay i mean bear in mind brad meant to be 12 we're meant to yeah. be he, he at least 12 in the heavy what about 10 in the first one yeah, i mean even, even if he thought he about 12 in the first one and he at least what 15 in this one still underage even in america even I think, here I so think he's supposed to be like 17 in, in this but i'm going even that's still underage in, in the states in america yeah so yeah a little uncomfortable shall we say that he, mm. he had a love interest isn't there yeah, I love the fact he, he calls her, what is it, the female Jimmy Olsen? I'm like, oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> Who wrote that one? God, Yikes. smooth. I mean, Christ. I love the fact how she's her daddy's newspaper's chief reporter. I'm going, what happened to Sal? Wasn't she the chief reporter? Yeah, she's obviously, been, she's obviously been demoted as she got old enough to work. Mm. Yeah, she got cast aside. Piss off, love, you know. Mm. Mm. Speaking of Sal, she is replayed again by Lin Shi. Uh-huh. And I've got down here she looks like she doesn't insidious too. <laughs> so <laughs> also introduced to Megan's dad who isn't fucking named just Megan's dad. Charming. Just Megan's dad. <laughs> Played by Sam Anderson who argues over a paper layout for Sal because she was at something where she she weighed a, a hog or something like that. I'm like that's front page news why really <laughs> i'm like i know you're a small town but fuck off you're sitting there going is it it was a 65 pound hog i'm like that's front page news <laughs> like really that that's the most interesting thing in your little town my god yeah yeah i mean ridiculous so then it cuts to um brad's grandmother and she is a nana brown played by what the hell was her name? Heron Wave? I think it was her name. Uh-huh. Who was in Cocoon 1 and I believe Cocoon 2. Oh, okay. So, there we have that one. Uh, and then it just jumps back to the uh, the scavengers as one of them is called Quigley, who is played by Douglas Rowe. And the other one is Wesley, played by Tom Hodges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going... What the hell is going on here? So this this um, what, what should we say? Shall we say he's a, a rocker because he's got a lot of jackets, ripped rip jeans and such. But this is before grunge. So what, did he jump a time machine? Go back to the eighties? Mm. You know, yeah. I mean, did they, people dress like that in the eighties? I thought that was more of a nineties thing. I mean, you're asking the ch- the the women that were born at the tail end of the eighties. Mm, okay. I would, you know. 
Okay. I'm going to say from thing like from old films and things like that. I've seen it from the eighties and things like that. I'm going to say they kind of got a look kind of off if it was meant to be some sort of like some sort of like eighties version of a of a rocker. Mm, yeah, true, true. I mean, he doesn't have long hair. If he was a rocker person, he would have long hair. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a requisite for fucking rocker in the 80s, was long hair. Exactly. So, exactly. Hmm. Oh, so it's supposed to be 1986, not 1988. So, I don't know, he seems off to me. He seems like he, he's more into like an early 90s movie, yeah. not a late 80s movie. So, I don't know, he just seemed off to me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite get what look they were trying to go with because I was like, well, it can't be rocker look because it doesn't work. He's clearly not going for the cramp look because he's got a leather jacket on. Mm. So, who knows? Oh, I have no idea. I love the fact that this Quigley guy uh, has a junkyard, but he calls it an antique yard. Really? Yeah. <laughs> with shit he had in his, in, his, in his building. I was like, get yourself to fuck mm-hmm. You're a fucking junkyard. I mean, Jesus Christ. I must do that with my junk drawer in my kitchen, but it's not a junk drawer, it's an antique drawer. Yeah, yeah, it's an antique drawer, it's no junk, honest to God, shh, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, I know. So it cuts to Sal pulling up outside the old sheriff's office, Sheriff Harve, played by a completely different actor from the first movie. Mm. Uh, this guy's called Barry Corbin, because apparently it's newsworthy about this... Um, Brad guy's back in town after two years. Mm. I'm going two years. Try fucking four years. Yeah. I mean, five. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know what got me? Sorry. You know what got me about that first scene where we see Brad on the bus heading back into town and the bus driver whittering on to him? Right. Why did Brad play ignorant when the bus driver tells him about, you know, the critters? It's like, you know, uh, surely everyone knew what happened and everyone, surely everyone must have known it was his house so I, I think it's because the Browns have a bad rep in town even though that's clearly not shown because all the townsfolk respect his, his nana so why yeah. would he have such a bad and, rep I mean, yeah um, and the majority of the townsfolk turn up at the end of Creative One to kind of help them out a bit mm. I was like, that, that's about how did the bus driver not recognise him and he doesn't go, yeah, that was my house. Yeah, he's not off the bus two seconds and um, what the the female journalist bought some right away. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weak how mm. this, this is linked together. I'm like, no, this should have been set like five to eight years later. So I think he came back to town. Yeah. And this happens, no, like two years later because it doesn't mesh at all. It doesn't. I mean, uh, especially if his nana's so respected that she she runs a a daycare centre. So yeah, exactly. Uh, it but, doesn't work. Mm. I mean, she's supposed to be the old cook of the no cook, but the old um uh nut job, excuse me, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Of the town, then why is she so respected? Why is she get like what was that, about twenty kids in a, as a daycare thing? You know that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Part of the church. Exactly. Yet by what? But half an hour before the end, they're ready to burn poor Bradley at the stake because they think, yeah, you know, yeah, that was ridiculous. I was going, oh fuck off. I mean, this mm. whole small town mentality bollocks. I mean, utterly ridiculous. Yeah, it just didn't, it didn't work if they were going to do that uh, line, that that whole line with Bradley. Then his grand shouldn't have been a 
disrespected in the town as she was if it came down to like family surname and oh god did a bad lot. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. It's absolutely utterly ridiculous. Mm. Sorry, that uh, was my little rant about the start of the movie. No, I mean it doesn't make sense. As I said, this should have been set up like five to eight years after the first movie. Not yeah, two years yeah. after it because it doesn't fucking mesh. It's not working at all. And especially if the the, the nana is supposed to be this the town uh crazy lady sort of thing but she's mm. respected and she's well off and all that stuff so i'm going no it doesn't work it doesn't mesh so no yeah yeah no. uh i'll go down here why does this quickly shop like the shop out of friday the 13th <laughs> what's with <laughs> the junk all over the bloody place and yeah. what is it with the beer beer that was on most of the 80s movies <laughs> i mean i suppose it's not product placement then it Mm, I suppose that's true. That's very true. But yeah, yeah. If any, you ever see beer beer in a horror movie? You know, it's a shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wouldn't even they, they couldn't even get get one how many allow them provident placement out of which Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. the, the only horror movie that works in is Return of the Killer Tomatoes because it takes the piss out of beer beer. <laughs> And Josh Coney goes, wait a minute here, we've got brand money, yay! And he pulls out, like, <laughs> he pulls out all the brand name stuff, which is hilarious. <laughs> so, hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, I know, it just, it's just ridiculous. Like I said, to me, a beer beer makes it sound cheap and tacky. If you can't even afford Coors or Budweiser or any beer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm, ridiculous. Yeah, it just sounds fake. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wesley, uh, the younger of the scalper type people, um, sells the eggs to this old guy for two crates of beer beer and a stack of Playboys as he leaves uh, this other old guy with three crates of eggs, even though there should only mm. be fucking two or three. So fuck off. Where the hell do these eggs yeah. come from? There's only at least, what, five ever been generous at the end of the first one. So Yeah, I think there was three Mm. I think three or two or three there was, so bullshit, there's like the whole fucking dozens of them, so fuck off. Yeah. Oh, by the way, these eggs are actually made of sugar. Yes, I read that. So, yay, isn't that lovely? Mm. Mm. So, back in space, Ugg asks why Lee, the second faceless bout hunter, hasn't changed his face yet. So, Ugg, by the way, Ugg Lee, funny, haha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus, that joke is terrible. Mm-hmm. And he tells him why he hasn't changed her face, and he goes because he used to find the perfect face, the perfect hero. Oh, that's so bad. So I bad. hate how they just call that um, faceless form the nothing face. I was like, is that really the best they could come up with? That is the most, you know, unimaginative and uncreative thing I've ever seen in my life. And I've sat through Twilight, all of them, in one yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh my god. Although I do love the fact how the face looks like it's bloody um plasticine. Yeah. You know, or, or play doh for American listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It just smudged that and I'm like, that doesn't work. Although thank God we don't have the shitty song that's in the first one. That god off earworm of a song, which I can't fucking stand. Oh good No, we just get the one from the restaurant that was stuck in my head for about two hours after uh, Speaking of which the Hungry Heifer. Oh, God. That looks right out of fucking Supergirl. I swear to God, <laughs> the 80s Supergirl movie is that same fucking set. I swear to bloody God. Uh, Where Wesley hits on Megan and 
it's Brad to the rescue. As he said, he has Kratty and so what did anybody get hurt? And this uh, Wesley guy's like, what, about a foot taller than him? <laughs> yeah, easily. <laughs> I thought he was standing on his toes to go, I'll take you on, come on. Like, fuck off, you old shit. <laughs> you know, he just saying, look, I take Kratty and a, and a desperate hope that the guy doesn't kick his ass in and the guy just, you can, we only see the, the end shot of him getting thrown out the restaurant, but you did know he just picked him up and just threw him out. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and Megan saves him by using the paper's truck and the drive off for some awkward dialogue. I'm going, mm. yeah, who wrote this dialogue? Ooh, it's bad dialogue. Yeah, good lord, it makes the first one look okay. And that looks mm. like it was written in an afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I've got down here, she is a cradle stature and a half. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's what, about 21, 22? Easily. And he's, what, 16, 17? Mm. Yeah, cradle stature much, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so then it cuts back to the old shyster guy as uh, Brad's nana uh, takes a Drew Barrymore lookalike. Honestly, bloody well, God. But right, that's a little girl from... Um, what's that called? Dream Warriors. Is it? Yeah, the one that goes, put me down, you're hurting me. You know, Freddy's oh, God, home. Yeah. That's her. <laughs> oh, good lord. Hence why she's in the in the trike in the same outfit. Yeah, in the same outfit. Ugh. Yeah, I love that movie. But Freddy's home. <laughs> put me down, you're hurting me. Ah, oh my God. So- <laughs> Oh, so good. Uh, no, it wasn't. She, she, uh, again. So she pays the shyster guy twenty bucks for the eggs, even he wants. What is it? Eight dollars an egg he wants or something like that. Yeah, it's ten dollars each. Mm. <laughs> You'd be lucky. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she takes on them off, and it just cuts. It just goes and cuts. I'm like, what the who did he just sign? Yeah, very next scene, they're suddenly all painting them. And I'm like, eh, how'd you yeah. get there so quick? Yeah, I mean, it's so badly edited, this movie. Um, so Megan then drops Brad off at his grandmother's house and uh, the grandmother asks him about the critters mm-hmm. two years earlier. Yeah, bullshit. Utter <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking bullshit. There's no chance he's 12. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, if you're 12, still, if you're 12 I'm 21 still. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous. Mm. He then says the critters never happened. It was all in his imagination. Then. Mm. <laughs> uh, so it cuts back to Quigley's, um, what would you say, shack? And yeah, we can go with, with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the critter eggs, or a crate eggs rather, hatch because he's put back to electric fire. And um, they eat his dog, which is like, ooh, okay then. Yeah, a bit. Hmm. By the way, if you know what a critter is, a critter is basically a furball with teeth and red eyes. Yeah, it looks or, like it looks like the the sinister cousin cousin to the furby we had in the nineties. Mm, it was like a furby and Langlier had a baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, are we meant to just say are we meant to just brush over the fact that they are a completely different colour in this shot to what they are in the whole of the first movie and later on in this movie. Oh, don't get me started. I mean, I watched a behind-the-scenes documentary on YouTube, which is not on mm. my fucking DVD set, the bastard. And these things are cheap. They are hand puppets. I was stunned. 
you know. The hand puppet. Yes, all these crates oh are hand puppets. God, Sooty would be turning in his grave. <laughs> and I love the fact how that giant critter ball thing is uh-huh. in essence a beach ball with the critter <laughs> first stuck to it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I actually read somewhere that that critter was made out of mouth pelts. I don't know what it was made out of, but in essence it's basically a giant beach ball uh, covered in crate pelts. So, oh, I love this one. Apparently, they pushed it down a hill to get mm. traction and lost control of it. It ran over <laughs> uh, castles. And... <laughs> they couldn't control this thing, so it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I've just got the little um, image of like the crew running behind it and <laughs> trying to catch it. Mm. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They actually had to put it on some sort of, I don't know what it was, it was like a a pole and it's still couldn't control what was going away so yeah mm, mm. Uh, so let's see so he gets eaten by the critters uh, so later at night at Megan's house we find out Cindy a little girl the little Drew Barrow look like is Megan's little sister she gets tucked into bed and is given a not chocolate bunny and a cracked egg which of course put next to heater because of course mm. it would but what the fuck that old granny say that thing was it's not chocolate it's caramel or something or caramel yeah caramel or something oh, how do you know you're not cracked one open no oh, i have no idea i mean mm. so cut to brad playing for slingshots from the first movie and his mm. old stuff including the communicator device which is completely different from the first fucking movie you know but yeah. right, that that is a stereo remote painted black <laughs> <laughs> So much later that night, Sydney's in Sydney's bedroom, the egg hatches due to the fact they left it right next to the fucking the um under underfloor here and it hatches. It's like, uh-huh. oh for God's sake. Thankfully the father comes in and stands on top of the crate, killing it stone dead. I'm going, really that easy that is to kill, just stand on it. Mm, just stand on it and that's it. Like, ooh. Can I just say, that little girl with one restless sleeper, I mean, how many times did she toss and turn in that bed? Mm. Out for crying out loud. Yeah, that's awful acting. It's like, okay, act like you're sleeping, act like you're, you're thirsty, act like you're warm, because it's it's supposed to be April. I'm like, April, wouldn't it be still cold? I mean, mm. Mm. Good luck, And she kept coughing every five seconds. And I read somewhere that, although it's meant to be the middle of summer, that was shot in like the coldest winter California had ever had. No, so no. I was like, yeah, she's probably coughing because she's fucking cold, and she's been told, no, you're not. You're gonna lie on top of the cover, not in, not under them. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I I have no idea what's happening here because the sail, oh, it's so warm because the under four heating is on. I'm going, mm. yeah. Then in that case, give the kid a glass of water. <laughs> Exactly. She's sitting there going, oh, it's warm. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Um, right, so next morning at the church, uh, we're getting set up for Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. And we meet Reverend Fisher, played by Frank Burney. We also meet the new sheriff, Corwin, played by David Urgen. Yeah, Urgen. Uh-huh. Uh, he's handed Easter bunny outfit and told to wear it because the old sheriff wore it for 20 years. He begrudgingly puts it on. And I'm sorry, that outfit looks more like a pink panther than a fucking Easter bunny. Yeah, I was like, well, I wonder what bunny that would model 
off because that's rough looking. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say some of those kids looked way too old to be still believing in Easter Bunny? Mm, yeah, I love the fact how when it cuts to the, the, the nana, get the kids to paint the, the eggs, they're all eating the, the paste in the paint and the flickers are <laughs> They're putting pens up their nose and I went, oh my god, there's actual kids, I'm stunned. You know? <laughs> they're not, not like, actors. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like, you know, 15 year old going, right, you're five. <laughs> you mm. know? Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. Um, so, the old dears of the church hide the eggs all over the place all over the garden and as such just as the kids are all dressed in their Sunday best as you do why not so the reverend uh, chastises the people for not coming every week and it then cuts to the old dears with the kids I have no idea what they're doing making Easter bonnets what the fuck they're doing I mean I, I, I don't know I was like what are they doing are they still painting something are they making Easter bonnet I have no fucking idea I have no idea so one of the kids drops one of the eggs and out oozes fucking natural cheese which is disgusting <laughs> it's like oh, so gross and then it cuts to the sheriff getting attacked by the ghoulies sorry by the critters on the ghoulies mm. um, as they all pile into his bunny suit and he gets his dick bitten off yeah did you bit. catch the whole stranger danger vibe line there he, he had because um, he was trying to get like that suit to close and the, the velcro had obviously seen it a day and he mm. turned around and he was like oh great the Easter bunny was a can't, can't, I didn't catch what he said but basically his tackle hanging out and then he was like that would be good for those kids have real education and I was like eh, stranger danger and you're the fucking sheriff yeah exactly I mean god I don't know the fact how the other sheriff is much faster than he is there's no chance in hell that bunny would fit him no <laughs> that bunny suit rather would fit him it's like oh god I've got it in here Dory Darko he ain't or rather <laughs> Frank the bunny he ain't exactly god almighty so the sheriff is eaten by about half a dozen critters and instantly once the the um the priest guy the reverend guy the fuck he is starts blabbering a lot of shit the sheriff's body just gets tossed through a wall at the window, rather, how the fuck mm. did he Christ get the hang that body up and lobbed him through the window? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how did he manage to? Yeah, I was like, right, uh, have I missed something? Because you think could they physically pick you up and throw you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it with the cure for a cheap, a cheap jump scare, but come on. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, behave yourself. That's a little ridiculous. I found I was like, this is ridiculous. And of course, to find out his body has multiple bite marks, therefore it's critters. They just jump to critters, you know, it's like, okay then. Yeah. So can it be like, I don't know, a bear or something, or a, I don't know, honey badger or something else, or some other creature? No, it's critters! Mm. So Megan then quizzes Brad about the sheriff's death and the critters, so they decide to see the old sheriff Marv, however, he's having none of it and tells the kids to fuck off, <laughs> and he just drives <laughs> off in his Cadillac. I love that one. Uh, I love how it's like, oh well, that town told me this town basically voted me out so they can all kiss my ass and I was like, well, that's your told. Yeah, I love that one. I was like, oh God. I love the fact how his license plate says, what was it, Virginia? Mm-hmm. Uh, and other trucks and cars say, what was it, Wisconsin? And some say California. It's like, yeah. okay, what does the fuck this thing say? <laughs> yeah. God almighty. So finally, the bounty hunter's ship lands and Charlie finds the Playboy dropped by Wesley because as you do so he transforms into the centerfold staple and all <laughs> I love that 
they will know. <laughs> God. In some truly terrible CGI, I don't even CGI, it's fucking, what was it? Paper mache and sticky back plastic hopes and dreams were crying out loud. Yeah, terrible effect. I mean, when we see Ugg in the first one, transform, that was a pretty cool effect. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, it's like, you know, they've got bored and went, we're not, or they've run out of my, or they didn't have the budget for it and went, fuck it, we'll do it the, we'll do it the cheap way. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what's stunning about this movie? <clears throat> this was a 12 when this came out. <laughs> You're shitting me. And no, this was a 12. Yet they Fucking had f- hell. Yeah, they had that actress playing Lee. Uh-huh. Uh, what's her name? Rosanna Curryhan. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, half naked with her tits hanging out. This is a fucking 12 or a PG-13. I mean... Good Lord. I, I'm going... Ooh, I love the fact she takes the staple off and hands it to, to Charlie. And it's like, oh, gee, thanks. Please <laughs> <laughs> and happy. Like, there's this topless blonde chick wondering if it's a large gun. I'm going, mm-hmm. ooh, Kieran. Yeah. Because Charlotte is a complete perv. He spends most of the movie trying to get her to transform back into the chick. Because mm-hmm. she transforms into, like, the local geek. And then yep. almost transforms into Freddy. And then <laughs> she transforms back into uh, into um, the the blonde chick. I'm going, yeah. okay then, Charlotte, you're a perv. <laughs> yeah, it's like, maybe simple, but you're a fucking perv. Yeah, yeah. So cut to Megan and Brad discussing what happened at the sheriff's. As they're always run over by Sally, uh, who tells them she's seen the crit- the crits rather at a Quigley shop. So Brad tells the two ladies to wait for him outside the truck as they drive to the fucking place. I got in here. You sexist little twat. I mean, yeah. Feed Sally to the to the critters and run for it. It wasn't saying I don't have to outrun the crust, I have to outrun you. So, <laughs> yeah, run. No, um, I know. Seriously, but I've got to hear you sex little twat much. So because they're women, they, they can't help. Mm. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. So he investigates the shack alone because uh, he's playing hero. Mm. I've got to hear it. Kill him already, you smug ginger twat. <laughs> he finds Quigley's body and falls out over it and runs for it as he's attacked by critters. Mm-hmm. As you do. Let's go down here. Damage to the truck changing between shots because the editing in this movie is fucking shocking. Oh, God, I know. It's like, can you decide which part of that truck is damaged and stick to it? Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I love the fact how there's only two scenes in this movie where the critters fire their porcupine spines into somebody. I'm going, we're doing that non-stop in the first movie, so why not do it in this one? Yeah, exactly. It's like, every scene they were in, they were... They were firing those spikes, yet this one, it's like, it's almost as if they forgot they had them. Mm. And also, what happened to the poisonous bite thing? Because the father is bitten in this, and he's mm. perfectly fine for this entire movie. I'm like, no, wasn't the, in the first one, the father was bitten, he was nearly dead? <laughs> it's like, yeah, for, until about five minutes before the movie ended, and then I was like, oh shit, he can walk properly, and it's unaided now. God almighty. Oh, so they speed off back to town as the critters fall after them, as you do. Why not? So then it cuts again, just cuts to Brad Nana's house. Uh, she gets attacked by a crate, just as Bradley and Megan come in to save him, and save her rather. As Brad just runs away, I'm going, okay then, you are a fucking hero you are, you know? Yeah, I love how he, he runs away to find like the 
tracker thing from the first movie to call back the bounty hunter. Uh, but he runs in shouting, oh, the crap had back. And he grins like, yeah, no shit. Mm, yeah, yeah, I love that know. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets the little communicator device thingy, and as you said, he presses it, and the door explodes as in walks Ugg, and now a fully dressed Lee, and he mm. killed the crate. The crate, even mm-hmm. the crate. The crate. <laughs> <laughs> Outside the house, Burger bumps into Charlie, and he tells him he is now a hunter too. Although they say he never actually hunts, he's just taking along to do dog's body work. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the fact he goes, oh, yeah, I'm not useless anymore. I, I'm intelligent. I've got a job. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a, a purpose in life. And uh, Ugg looks at him and goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <you're not." laughs> like, yeah, that's what you think. Go put the kettle on. La, la, la. So back at the paper, Meg's, uh, Megan's rather dad fakes off a crate. That's where he gets bitten. And he gets the spines to the, to the yeah. arses and all. He does. Now, where was I? <clears throat> uh, la, 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 la. Ah, the father gets bit and he gets the pork spines to the arse. Yeah, he's perfectly fine. Yeah, whereas in the first one, it was almost like they had some sort of paralyzing um, ability yeah. with them. Whereas yeah. the first one, it's like, oh, well, just almost like pull it out and keep going. Yeah, I mean, just like I said, I was going, what happened to the paralyzing bite? And the mm. paralyzing spines and the poisonous bite? Fuck off with this one. It's, I have no idea. So, back in town, Ugg and Lee find dozens of crates hold up a burger joint. So, the critters trash the place, gremlin style. I mean, <laughs> in walks the, the hunters to blast away as Ugg and Lee have some funny scenes here as one of them blows off one of the critters' head. Hey, you bitching! And all that stuff. It's like, oh, God, it's so bad. Oh, that whole scene is just hilarious, though. Especially mm. when it's like panning around all the critters and you see one of them flipping buggers and laughing away <laughs> to himself. <laughs> I was like, that's the moment I spit my tea all over my laptop. I went, oh, shit, I need that for later. <laughs> oh, so uh-huh. bad. I mean, it's so bad, yet it's so good. I love yeah. the, bul- the bulging eye ones when it gets shot. It's like, ah, oh, the run. It's hilarious. Oh, but I-, I love the screen when it gets fried alive, though. I was like, <clears throat> oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Mick Garris wanted uh, Frank Welker to voice the curse, but uh-huh. he couldn't afford Frank Welker. He said to do it himself. That's <laughs> <laughs> how cheap uh, this mm. Good luck, could you imagine? Guy from Scooby Doo doing all the, doing uh, all the voices and noises. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, so. Mm. so they managed to roll out in a gigantic furball and bowl down some town folk in some really bad sound effects. It's like, oh, come on, really? <laughs> this is a terrifying ordeal of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. So back at the paper, uh, Megan's dad calls for the state troopers before the crates kill the telephone lines and continues to run amok. Amok, amok, amok. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so in the paper's office, Megan's dad gets a stinger to the neck as he's carried out to the truck. So he gets bitten and he gets multiple stingers, but he's perfectly fine. I'm going... No, this is paralyzing poison, and mm. you're walking with a shit. Fuck off. Yeah, that, can I just say, see for Space Bounty Hunter, they're a pretty crap shot. They seem to miss more shots than they hit. Yeah, exactly. Especially yeah, when they're moving, it's like, what, can you not mo- hit a moving target? God, and absolutely, the bazooka gun things look cheap. I mean, it's like, mm. what the fuck? I mean, hmm. God almighty. 
So the townsfolk then hole up at the local church, as you do. And we see Wesley trying to make a run for it. However, the critters have blocked the only road out of town. But they're smart little fuckers, these ones. Mm. So Ugg and Lee leave the burger joint in pieces as the manager, played by Eddie Dezen, uh, shouts at them about the damage as Lee transforms into him. And they hunt down uh, critters. I'm going, mm. really? You're going to turn to this fucking dorky geek? Why? Yeah. Because he shouts at you? He's your big hero? Fuck off. Mm. It's now night time. Just jumps to night time. Uh, the town lies empty and almost in ruins as the town folk are holed up in the church, as you do. I know, yeah. Charlie finds Lee transforming into Freddy Krueger. I love this show about England. <laughs> <laughs> dress as Freddy with that and you know for the ridiculous gun uh, but, mm, I would have actually loved to have seen even a few seconds scene of, of him just walking about at the, uh, the bounty hunter that would have been mm. hilarious yeah because this is New Line cinema so mm. Mm. exactly and, yeah unfortunately mid transformation uh, Charlie pulls out the playboy and it's back to the blonde chick so why not who is? <laughs> yeah, know. get a thing for balloons, eh? Yeah, he must. She hunts down a crate, but is ambushed and eaten. Cut to Ugg, Charlie and the townsfolk finding a half-eaten arm and a gun. This causes Ugg to reset his face to the, what the hell is it? The, the, the sort of fucking plasticine face? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, the quote-unquote nothing face. Mm. I was like, why? Like, what's the whole point of like, like, is that meant to be so traumatic for them that that's it, just back to nothing? Yeah, I mean, I love the fact how because she's a blonde woman, she gets killed and ambushed just like mm. that. But mm. Charlie, being a bumbling idiot, survives and Ugg, is it Ugg? Yes, Ugg. Yeah. And also it's Lee. That's all the fucking one it is. Um, no, it's Ugg. Whoever gives a rat's ass, frankly, <laughs> turns back into his. Oh, I'm so depressed. I'm going to go back to my no no face. Oh, fuck off, you twat. Anyway, um, it then cuts to later at night as the townsfolk are guarding the kids. I'm going, okay then. So Cindy, looking like the drunk, drunk old kid from Every Nightmare Street movie, decides to get chased by critters on a tricycle because. <laughs> Funny, haha. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Freddy's home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I don't know. Instead of, I don't know, ditching the bick and running back to the church, six crates are chasing after her, and Brad uses a fucking baseball bat to attack the furballs. Yeah, and let's face it, those crates could catch her if they really wanted to. If the fuck movie thought of anything, uh, they can move a hell of a lot fucking faster than what they seem to be doing in this one. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, honestly, God, you could just tell a mile but some of the crate rolling ball things would attach to the, the wheels of that tricycle. That, yeah. <laughs> I was just half expecting her to take a left turn and you see them all like, yep, yeah, you mm, know. God, I love the fact how she goes, oh, I've fallen, I can't get up. As she falls off the trike, I'm going, can this be any more fucking desperate if it tries? So, mm. Mm. As they're now surrounded by half a dozen critters, the sheriff shoots them all in a blaze of glory and gunfire. And I'm going to hear, you bastard should have killed off Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it down to, oh, and that hadn't, I was, I was aiming for the crate and it hit him. <laughs> yeah, I love the fact how he wastes, what was that, 10 
bullets on six critters. Uh-huh. I'm going, really, mate? Can you just shot bang, 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 bang. I'm going, yeah. it's a little on in the movie and all. I'm going, you're wasting bullets, mate. What the mm. fuck? Mm. So cut to the critters feasting on the cattle. And then back to the town where all the crates have bunched into one gigantic furball. And mm. this is where I went, I'm done with this movie. Because it's just re-goddamn fucking ridiculous. I mean, oh, God, yeah. The townsfolk still hold up in the church, blame Brad for the return of the critters, and about lynch him until the mm. old sheriff pops up and says, no, 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 leave the boy alone. He's just some some stupid kids. We have to be bound together and destroy these critters, blah, 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 blah. I'm going, Kira. Yeah. It's like, uh, you change your tune quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, God. So Brad comes up with a suicidal idea out of his arse, just like that, to trap them in a burger factory and then blow them to fucking sky high. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you catch the, the, uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Wesley? Uh-huh. His Jeep goes from covered in burger patties to being clean, to being completely trashed, to being covered in dirt, all for this movie. Yep. They can't make up his mind if he's got a new one or a fucking... It's covered in... <laughs> one would barely pass its MOT, let's face it. Yeah, I mean, because one minute he's driving along the road and it's covered mm. in hamburger meat and then it's perfectly fine. And then he drives to the to the um, hamburger factory and it's perfectly clean and look brand new. Yeah. But when he tries to escape the town, it's covered in mud and hamburger meat. So I'm going... Almost this is shot out of fucking out of order, but come on, you fuck, you know, clean the, the, the truck, rather. Exactly, oh, could they not have just, you know, I get it, it's, it's, it's shot out of order, but could they not have, you know, dotted up the truck when they needed it and cleaned it again? Mm, yeah, it's ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous. Anyway, speaking of ridiculous, the townsfolk arm themselves with all they can find from a fucking convenience store. I'm going, really? Axes and fucking... What was it, axes and brushes and, and mm-hmm. rakes and such, and guns, yeah. of course, of course, guns. Yeah. And they all hunt the crates behind them because the winds change direction or some shit on that. So I'm going, get in. Mm. And there's literally people with pitchforks and torches. You know, I was done. I Yeah, I seen the pitchforks and the torches, and I thought, you know, life's too short for this movie. I'll get down here. Did you know Wesley's Jeep had to be pushed because the stunt went wrong and it blew up the car? What? <laughs> Apparently so. So when the townsfolk are pushing the Jeep out of the out of the town, but that's because it was blown up during the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's I am especially funny for this movie, honestly. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> So <laughs> You know, we're a good company for God's sake. <laughs> so Bradley and Wes uh, drive to the meat factory in a spotlessly clean Jeep. Okay then. As I said, it goes from spotlessly clean to dirty, to covered in meat, to dirty, to bash the shit out of, to clean. Okay, editor is terrible. Mm-hmm. And... This is where they set the entire place up with all the burgers and the cheese and the natural cheese and the fries all uncooked, of course, and they lure the crates into the place. And I'm going, where the fuck would a small town get TNT from? Yeah, exactly. 
Especially with the minutes. I mean, we know off. from the first one that Brad can make it, but come on to hell, where would they, where would they just, you know, where would they find the time in that short space of time to physically get the stuff together to make it? Mm. I have no idea. No idea at all. So the trap is set. Uh, in a field, the critters are still eating the cattle until they smell the town folk. Okay then, but it's a trap because the wind changes direction. But unfortunately, a giant critter pops up and goes, rah, rah, rah. "Ooh, cheeseburgers! No, no bones!" Mm. and rolls towards the the um uh, the factory. And I've got down here the the wind changes, so Charlie has to run for it because he's a shitbag. <laughs> Cuff and push come to shove. He's such a manly man, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, and we got down, I've got down here. The leader is Lee or Ugg, as the movie says. But what am I here? Wasn't Ugg handing out the TNT earlier in this scene? Go bad editing. Mhm. Uh, so the blow up the trap and the place goes up like a fucking fireworks factory. I mean. And this is where the the, the truck gets blown up for real <laughs> and covered in fucking, I don't know, hamburger meat. <laughs> so the critters are not dead. They roll into one huge furball, which runs amok because they can't control this fucking thing, <laughs> and rolls back into town, causing the town folk to scatter. And one unfortunate guy is eating as it rolls over him. I can't believe that joke actually rolls over and eats them down the skeleton. <laughs> Bragged and Megan chase after it in their truck and ram it out of the roads as it crashes into whatever the fuck it is. I mean, what does it crash into, by the way? I have no idea, but the very next shot, it looks like it's back on the same the same track line of what it was before it was quote unquote rammed out the way. I have no idea what the fuck's happening here. So Charlie then flies into the sky using UFO as the giant furball is blown up by him as he what's he just he fire into it and he crash lands the thing into it and blows it sky high. Uh-huh. Leaving Ugg to transform into Charlie, the ultimate hero. Fuck off. Mm. Next morning the town has been rebuilt. That was fucking quick. <laughs> and Brad has left town on the same bus he gets in town on. Okay then. Yeah, and just like that. that. Yeah, convenient that. And just like that, Charlie comes out of nowhere with a fucking parachute. Okay then. Yeah, okay. Why would Aileen need a parachute? Oh god, I wonder how did he jump out in that and then need to sort a parachute gliding down? Mm. Mm-hmm. And cue some truly terrible split screen effect as Charlie goes face to face with Ugg Charlie. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, these effects are fucking abysmal, by the way. How the fuck does make money like one fucking Oh my god. A UFO <laughs> flies down and takes away Ugg. Charlie and leaves Charlie on the earth to become the new sheriff of the town. That's in fact. <laughs> As the camera pans up, we see. Uh, I have no idea what I've got in here. We see these are real people from Grover's Bend. As it faces mm-hmm. the black, Kieran. Wow. I mean, what the fuck was this movie? I mean, I've got in here Crash Two and True Tradition to sequels. This fucking sucked. <laughs> I mean, Critters had a two million dollar budget and it made fifteen back. Uh-huh. This thing had 
double that and made less than four back. Ouch. So, yeah, I mean, Jesus, jinkies. That speaks for itself. I mean, these, I don't know what the hell this thing is, because the critters you can tell a mile are puppets. You actually see some of the fucking hand, the puppeteer's hands. Mm. And when the small little balls are rolling around the place, you can see they're attached by wires. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. The editing mm. is terrible. The writing is terrible. The acting is terrible. It's just uh, terrible. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, so, I actually read somewhere that some of those uh, puppets are articulated uh, puppets. They cost like ten or twenty thousand dollars each. It's like yeah, you were done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. So what you say about this thing? Oh God, what can you say about it? Come on. I mean, it, it, it's cheesy. It's cheap. It screams the eighty from the very start. It's got uh, iffy effect, hit and miss mm. acting. A terrible plotline, I must admit, when I read the plot summary of this, I thought, good lord, help me. Um, you know, but I think in a weird way I liked it. I mean, okay, if one or two things I would have changed, but I've come to the realisation that I'm never going to be 100% truly happy with anything I watch. Um, you know, but I, I don't know, there was something so bad about it that it was actually good. I mean, it's better than Critter 1, that's for a fucking... That's a given. Um, but, you know, and that whole ending where we think, oh, Charlie's kind of sacrificed himself, which mirrored uh, Critters 1 when Bradley took the blame for Charlie hitting his sister with a slingshot. I was like, okay, that's quite, you know, that's quite okay. And that, you know, it was kind of moving that the alien chose to see him as the ultimate um Hero that was yeah. until he turned up alive, and you thought, Well, you'll get egg in your face. That's um, a pointless scene there, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, but then, like you say, making Charlie the at the very end, making him the sheriff, you know, it's not the most practical move, is it? I mean, what I don't get with these type of movies is why do they always have to go for the happy ever after vibe at the end? It's like, why couldn't they just made it that Charlie died? Big deal, Charlie died, the nailing Charlie gets sent back. Who knows? Like, I mean, you know, I have no idea. I still don't get. They need more downer ending movies. I mean, oh, yeah. oh, he's alive. He got a parachute, which is out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like the whole trying too hard at the end to make everything feel all nice and happy and sunshine and rosy. You're like, mm. yeah, that clearly that feels like it wasn't in the the draw in the writing and they've kind of added that at the end. You mm-hmm. know, I have somebody saying, oh, we can't kill off the village idiot. Yeah, yeah, we can't kill off the star of this movie. Oh, fuck off, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So. Let's score this out of five. One being dog shit and five being solid gold. I'm going to give this thing, I don't know, a two, three? Nah, two. Two out of five. What'd you give it? I give it a three. I mean, but it being a gremlin ripoff, it's not the worst one out there, let's face it. No, that's very true. That's very, very fucking true. I mean, look at you, bloody uh, troll. <laughs> <laughs> Munchie. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, Munchie straight back, my God. Oh, God, yeah. So, thank you for listening, and don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And you can follow us on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod, and you can follow Joanne on Twitter at Two Geeks Joanne. Kidding. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Geeks Talk Movies. 
Now, our next uh, set of movies are going to be, what is it? Anime, isn't it? Yeah. Animation. Mm-hmm. That is not anime, animation movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Which are going to be, what is it? Lego Batman, the movie. Uh-huh. And uh, Mary and Max, a little-known Australian animation. Yeah, stop motion. Stop motion, yes. From, what was it, 2000 and I think it was 9 or 10, I think it was. Mm, so, I'm looking forward to seeing it, actually. I've never actually seen it. Mm, mm, yeah. This was actually one of only a handful of movies that actually made me cry first I watched it, so, yeah. Ah, I read a little blub thing on it a couple of nights ago and I thought, God, that's gonna, that, I, I better sit with a packet of hankies when I watch it. It sounds like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for stop motion and this sounds like a pretty... Um, sad plotline as well. So mm. I was like, "Yeah, yep, I'm gonna need the tissue for that one." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in June, uh, June. So I was like, "What? Well, well, I forced the ones." June, we are doing uh Nosferatu and Hexen, which yes. both turn a hundred this year. I'm really excited to do these two. Mm. Yeah, this will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then July, we're doing camp movies. And your pick was Slipaway Camp, wasn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. And I'm going to do, fuck it, Friday the 13th 3D balls. Nice. I mean, it's awful, but here we go. Uh, Where Jason gets his iconic mask. Yay. Yay. And Disco Jason. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Disco Jason. (laughs) Uh, I think that's all we planned, isn't it? Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, I kind of got assassin movie for August. I don't know, uh, but I don't know if it's cemented in stone yet. What assassin movie we're gonna? Yeah, pick. yeah. I'll circle back to that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Come August, it'll be something completely different. Mm. 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 Although I might do Assassin's Creed movie. Mm. Yeah. Which is so bad. It's genius. I mean, my God. Yeah. That's just another thing. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Oh, and again, it it's. <clears throat> Yeah, if you're a great fan of the game, don't wish to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I watched this thing as soon as it came on VOD. I went, oh my God, what the fuck to do with this thing? <laughs> they get yeah. almost nothing is right. I'm going, dear, oh dear. Mm. It's a bit like um, my pick for that month, about Cemented in Stone, which is Hitman I've got written down. And it's mm. like, again, I, I quite like the, the games and the movie doesn't do it justice. Mm, no. no, I've only played... Two of the games, two of the Hitman games. Mm. So I'm not that deep into Agent Fifty. What is it? Fifty-one. Yeah. Forty-seven. Oh, it's a forty-seven. See, I mean, you know a fucking number. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, one was it's a bald guy with a tattoo of a barcode the back of his neck and a black yeah. suit. That's one. Uh-huh. Hitman. But the very, the very first Hitman game was that the first game or the first game I played? I can't remember. But the one of the game. Pretty sure it's the first one, and he cuts the tattoo off. Yet the rest of the franchise, it's back. Yeah, well, mm. like I said, I've only played two of this of the um, Hitman game, and mm. I can't like them. I was like, Ugh, so do this, do this, do this. You get caught, you're fucked. So I don't like yeah. them. So I was like, eh. I mean, it, it's an alright game franchise, but I've never completed it. I've never, I've never completed all of the game. Mm. Um, I'm not I think I've only completed about three or four. Um, but I've not went like through the full back catalogue and played them all. Mm, Assassin's Creed's a different kettle of fish. I played Assassin's Creed two, three, 
the one set in London. Uh-huh. Uh, the one set in Greece. Yeah, the, one she, the one in Greece is Origin, is it not? Odyssey? Odyssey, Odyssey? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the one set in Egypt and the one Origin. set in, uh, what the fuck's that one set in? Uh, Norway. Oh, okay. Which is crap. Oh, Valhalla, yeah. <laughs> mm. that's, the, that's the new one that I've yet to play that I'm quite interested to play Um, see how much of their North mythology they get right. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've had it for about what, about a year now, and mm. played it maybe twice, and it's fucking shockingly terrible. <laughs> well, God, I know someone who, my God, worships that game and that franchise. So, mm. and said that Valhalla was like the best. And then I've seen a few playthroughs online, and I'm like, yeah, we're not rushing to buy it. Mm. No, so. no. Like I say, I've, I've completed. Most of the game of the Assassin's Creed games I've played, I mean, mm. I love Odyssey. I could I've played that game multiple times. I can put it like seven times. Yeah, Odyssey's good. Origins mm. is okay, but um, and I think Black Flag got to be one of my bit my favourite games. Oh, that, yeah, that's the pirate one. I put that one also. Yeah, it's fucking to, terrible. You <laughs> get to drive around all the pirate ships. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. I, I was like me to it. So yeah, yeah, Assassin's Creed should be interesting. Mm. Um, let me see. For September, how about we do spy movies? That could be good. Mm. Yeah. Then I might need to change my Hitman um, pick for uh, them because well, they seem to be too similar, would it not? I don't know. Hitman's Hitman different from spy. spy. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, I'm tempted to do a James Bond movie. I don't know which one yet. <laughs> you know, you you read my mind. I was going now James Bond, but oh god, what's the one where you first meet Joss and it bites through like wire or something? Uh, the spy um, who loved me. Uh, that that uh, that I every time I I ever seen that movie, it was only with my father. So I think if we're going to do that, I might beat you to James Bond and do that. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I might do my favourite Bond, which is you know, twice. Ooh. Where we finally get to see uh, Blofeld for the first time. Mm. So. Anyway, right. So that's the rest of I've got the rest of the year sewn up since <laughs> September. So fuck it. Mm. Anyway, so that's the summer sewn up, folks. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so give us a like, share, comment, and subscribe. A eh, bye.